0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone Or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a beautiful day in Central Indiana. I want to talk about the Indianapolis Colts as usual. I'm trying to put together a 53 man roster, and I could come up with a defensive lineman like in a second, and come up with nine of them with wide receivers. You come up with three that you believe are genuine roster pieces for the Colts, and then you got a bunch of guys, and I just don't get it. Chris Ballard being obsessed with having nine defensive linemen but only three professional-level wide receivers, I just don't get. I just don't understand it. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about the Indiana Pacers are not going to work out Jaden Ivey. That's okay. Spend time on a Zoom call. Their last workout is today. Uh, they got two guys coming in. One may be a late first rounder. The other may be toward the end of the second round. He's a biggin'. We'll talk about them. We'll also talk about media. Media's driving me nuts. The, the way ESPN selects topicality and the way they promote stuff it is just nonsensical. This is Breakfast with Kent. For Tuesday, June 21st, the longest day of the year. I love this day. But after today, they get nothing but shorter. It's 2022, of course. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give them a call. You've got a plumbing problem. they got a plumbing solution. They will enact it excellently. It's what they do. 765-610-8809. Uh, uh, Neil. Thank you very much for the donation. I appreciate it. Um, you know what? I, I Them not working out Ivy. Ivy's got to select what he's going to do. I kind of get it. I'd rather he worked out for him. But what do you really need to see from Jaden Ivy? We'll talk about Jaden Ivy in a little bit. Uh, smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. Ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. And if you want to donate, all you have to do is hit the thanks button. I always appreciate it. Let's talk about the Colts, the roster for the Colts. Defensive line. We hear from Ballard all the time, you need nine defensive linemen. I don't understand why. Why do you need nine of those guys and three wide receivers? If you dig deeper than Michael Pittman Jr., Alec Pierce, and Paris Campbell, you'll wind up with guys like Desmond Bateman, Mike Strawn, Ashton Doolin, Kiki Kutte, DeMichael uh, Harris, okay. Now these are really nice people. We like them, but are they the kind of wide receivers that you could win a Super Bowl with? No, they are not. Why the hyper focus on defensive linemen, depth at defensive line that's like clinically insane, and a complete lack of depth at wide receiver to the point where if Paris Campbell gets hurt as he has the last three seasons. He's played a total of 15 games the last three years. His only three years in the NFL. You don't get healthier as you get older in the NFL. Maybe he's got all the bad luck injuries behind him. You know what, knock wood, we hope that that's the case. But if it's not, you're digging down for wide receiver depth that's just really not workable. And I don't care what these guys say. You know, you can hear... Uh, guys from within that wide receiver room, or Frank Reich or Chris Ballard, talk about depth at wide receiver and how they feel very, very comfortable with Desmond Patman and Mike Strawn and Ashton That's just utter nonsense. There is no way that they could feel comfortable with these guys. If you dig past those top three, if you have to go to a fourth wide receiver, you got, and it's not Naheem Hines, right? Naheem, they might use out of the slot, which would be a very, very good thing, a coy thing, a nice thing. They should do that. Taylor and Hines should be on the field more often together than they were last year. There's no question about that. But if you take the three pure wide receivers and you eliminate one, you have such a drop-off in quality between the wide receiver that gets hurt and the one who replaces him that it really puts you at a competitive disadvantage. An enormous competitive disadvantage. Des Patman, Mike Strawn, a seventh-rounder. I think Patman was a six. Doing an undrafted free agent who's more gunner on special teams than he is wide receiver. It's just crazy. And then you, you add that depth like uh, Odengbo, second-rounder, right? Taekwon Lewis, second-rounder. Ben Banagoo. He was a third rounder, right? Second or third rounder. That's and then the starters like I get. All right, Buckner, you traded a first four. Stewart was a later round guy, a fourth round guy. Uh, and Gakway, you traded an early second round guy for and Quitty you took in the first round. So your four, you've you've really kind of you've unleashed some resources to build that front four. But then in building depth. You've got two second rounders who come in and rotate other guys out. At wide receiver, you have no depth whatsoever. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No sense to me. And and you, you know, we talk about the Colts like it's a fait accompli. They're going to win the AFC South, and we know it's not. We know they got to play the games. And we know they haven't won an opener since 2013, and they traveled to Houston for this year's opener. And then for week two, they go to Jacksonville, where they lost in week 18 last season. They knocked them out of the playoffs. This team has made upgrades, and it looks really good. And the defensive coordinator is an upgrade over Eberflus. Love having uh, Gus Bradley there. Position coaches, better Ron Milas is as, as a guy running the secondary. Mike Mitchell is a guy as the assistant secondary coach. Those are all upgrades and terrific. But the, the Colts' adherence to this ideology that wide receivers are not nearly as important as defensive linemen, I think is completely crazy. I don't think it makes any sense. Thank you, Howard. I appreciate that. Good morning to you. You have a wonderful day. I love that they got Ngakwe. I love that they got Stephon Gilmore. I I love the way the defense is kind of built, but the depth on defense, at least the defensive front, just defies reason and reality. We'll see if they can overcome that. I keep trying to put together a 53-man roster, and i got to tell you a problem with putting together a 53-man roster. Once you get to 45, who gives a damn? Those guys are not going to play. 46 through 53, got no chance right they're just not going to play or they better not play or you're going to have a problem the only way you win a a championship is by having one through ten really good players really good you don't win a championship by having 46 through 53 be you know serviceable you just don't isn't it can you win a game because of that on special teams or something sure but having a successful season requires that 1 through 10 are really, really good. And I think Chris Ballard's done a pretty good job of putting together a 1 through 10. Jonathan Taylor, Pittman, Ryan, right? Uh, Nelson, Smith, Kelly, Ngakwe, Buckner, Leonard, Okarake. Hey. Uh, the safety depth is really good, even even without Kari Willis. Stephon Gilmore Kenny Moore, Isaiah Rodgers, I think are really good starting cornerbacks. So the Colts, they're not in bad shape, but I just don't understand this this complete laser-like focus in going out and signing a bunch of defensive linemen, and you see it all the time. I mean, they they signed a guy last week, they signed Efady uh, Odenigbo, and and they signed the week prior to that. You, you signed Brian Cox Jr. How about sign a wide receiver? What are we doing? There's got to be somebody on the street that's that projects is better than Patman, right? He caught he caught two balls last year. Hit four targets, and this is a guy. Oh, he's our fourth guy. We're gonna run him out there. Yeah, Paris Campbell goes down. We got this Patman. What? All right. Let's talk about the Pacers, Uh, Pacers' final pre-draft workout today. We got about two days, 48 hours until the NBA draft, really uh, more like 60 hours. Pacers will be picking roughly uh, two and a half days exactly from right now, right? About 8.30 on Thursday night. And uh, a lot of questions about the Pacers. Yesterday, they worked out Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp, in the interview, did not wow anybody. However, when he shot the basketball, as he was working, wow. That dude can shoot. You don't see many guys who can shoot like that. And if he's the athlete that people say he is, You know what, that is a, uh, man, that's putting your chips in the middle of the table, and that is something that Kevin Pritchard is not averse to doing. Shaden Sharp has the highest ceiling of anybody in this draft and the lowest floor. He could be an absolute bust. He could be an NBA all-star. The guy that they are said to covet is Jaden Ivey. Talks are ongoing, reportedly, with the Sacramento Kings, who hold the fourth pick, try to get that fourth pick so that they could draft Jaden Ivey with a fourth pick because it looks like Smith, Bunkero, and uh, uh, the skinny fella from Gonzaga, uh, those guys, one, two, three, in some order or another. But Chet Holmgren is the skinny fella's name. I was being funny. We'll see if they're able to get Ivey. Ivey can get the corner on anybody, or he could last year in college. I think he projects as a shooter. He's got tremendous length. He's going to be a plus defender if he isn't as a rookie. He's a guy who knows how to work for a living. I think that Jaden Ivey is going to be really, really good for the Indianapolis or Indiana Pacers if they're able to get him. Now, are they going to be able to uh, trade either Brogdon or Turner or both? It is said that talks are ongoing between the Pacers and the Hornets that would convey Miles Turner to the Hornets and maybe bring back the 13th overall pick to the Pacers. Maybe Brogdon would go to Washington or to the Knicks. Uh, Washington's got the 10th overall pick. I think the Knicks have 11. And so there might be a package available that would include those picks for Malcolm Brogdon. This is a team that appears to be ready to sell out for the future and, and become really, really young. But I think that Kevin Pritchard highly values Malcolm Brogdon and his uh, veteran leadership. I think that it's most likely they keep Brogdon and they deal Turner. De- uh, Turner, in the last year of his deal with the Pacers, uh, $18 million, so he's affordable, I guess. For a team to uh, acquire, and if that team's got assets that the Pacers would like to get, um, yeah, that could wind up being a, a deal that the Pacers make. Uh, we'll see what happens today at the workout. You've got Trevor Keels from Duke. He averaged 11 and a half points last year as a freshman, three and a half rebounds, about two and a half assists. He's a guy who can score. We saw that last year when Duke played Kentucky. He had, tw- I think, 25 in the NCAA tournament, the final four game against UNC. He stepped up, scored buckets, uh, projected his late uh, first round pick. And then Kaisato of Adelaide, he's 7-3. He's a big one. He is a big giant Filipino, and we'll see if the Pacers are able to get him. Media. Media is driving me nuts. Uh, You watch ESPN, all they want to talk about in the morning is Kyrie Irving. When was the last time that Kyrie Irving was a better basketball player than he is a famous basketball player? It's been a few years. I think it's time to stop talking about Kyrie Irving and how his either coming or going will affect the Brooklyn Nets. I don't care. The Brooklyn Nets in the last three years have won one playoff series. What the hell are we always talking about the Brooklyn Nets for? Is it just about famousness? Can we talk about other teams in another market and try to figure out what is right or wrong with them and stop throwing love to Kyrie Irving? Why, why we continue to shine a light on that guy? And, and Cubs baseball. Look, the baseball is bad enough. Cubs got beat last night, 12-1 by the Pirates. But do we need John Shombie? and Ryan Dempster talking about how baseball sucks and all these corrections that need to be made to baseball in order to satisfy John Shambi, who actually proposed last night a mercy rule in baseball rather than having position players pitch. I don't like position players pitching. I think it's ridiculous. But a mercy rule? Honest to God, what are these guys, 10? What are we doing? And and, uh, you know what? I really like John Shambi as a play-by-play guy to ESPN, but I think that I liked him so much because he was on once a week, and he was kind of a little bit different, but listening to him day after day after day, woo. difficult. Got to tell you the truth. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? The great Rob Krupp celebrating a birthday, uh, Lake Bluff, Illinois native. The great Ben Hoffman celebrating a birthday. The great Buddy Baker. The great Tom Parker. The great Matt Scheidler celebrating a birthday. It's greatness today. Jen Jennerette, happy birthday. The great Reed Lowe, happy birthday. The great Tony Williams de Kaiser, happy birthday. And Charlie Slavic, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. You can hear the frog in the background trying to sing happy birthday to people who are birthday celebrants today. I love that. uh, frogs who were willing to participate in the chorus in the background of breakfast with kent we got to pay them extra uh later today you know what uh ryan carr is going to join us he of course with the indiana pacers we'll talk about the draft and uh you know later in the day inside indiana sports now can't wait to with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere